Wow, it's 2023. Can you believe it? Rich Casanova here in Atlanta in our global podcast uh, studio's headquarters. And uh, we've got the man of the hour, Dwayne Hart. Uh, I'm going to call you Mr. Cybersecurity or Mayor of Cybersecurity or the Governor or the President. But this guy wears lots of hats in this industry. And we've got some great ground to cover. We had a, a phenomenal 22. I hope you listened to that wrap-up uh, episode, what happened in 2022. But uh, Happy New Year, man. Welcome, uh, Dwayne, to... Can you believe it's 2023? Yes, I can believe it's 2023. <laughs> there was a lot of success in 2022 with the cybersecurity mindset, but but in 2023, we're going to take it to the next level because t- as technology grows, the podcast has to grow as well. Too. <laughs> exactly. So we want to yeah. take it to the next level. Yeah. So, again, um, Anything piques your interest during the show, just check out DwayneHart.com. I like to always give the call to action at the opening of the show because as a podcast listeners, uh-huh. um, sometimes I don't make it to the end of the show where I'm waiting to find out how I, how do I reach this dude, right? So, um, But speaking of Dwayne Hart, so um, he's our guest here in the studio, um, and we just can't believe it's 2023. Got some exciting news to announce, some announcements. But first, let's uh, pick back up where we left off our last episode last year. We were talking about in our last episode about cyber crime, why it's growing and uh, why criminals are succeeding. Um, And we talked about the analogy of uh, we think about cyber crime as something completely outside the box, but it's really basic business 101, right? What you're doing in business, these guys and gals are doing in quote air quotes, their business, which is the business of trying to hack and uh, make a profit off of you, your industry or uh, you as an individual. So the six topics uh, real quick in bullet point in our last episode, we talked about uh, number one, how they're targeting people and finding the weakest link. They're doing their homework, much like in business. You got to find your customers, research them. And then finally, we talked about the numbers game. So much like in business, it's a matter of how many phone calls or emails you're going to send. That's what they're doing. So uh, today in the second part of the series, we're going to talk about um, the remaining three points, which are scams keep evolving, uh, patience pays off, and criminal operating from anywhere. So let's talk about scams. Much like in business, so technology advances. So in cybersecurity, you know, they're looking at new opportunities for um <laughs> you know, ways to scam. So what are some examples of, um, uh, you know, techniques they use in terms of uh, scams? What are some, uh, you know, schemes and that kind of thing? Okay. Now everyone is accustomed to those emails that they get and stating that, that somebody has a check and uh, that, that they're not from the U S and there's a million dollars in the <laughs> right. bank account that they're trying to get rid of. So, yeah. So I think uh, the citizens and the people have gotten smarter and not to engage into that scam. Right. Here goes another part of the scams that are happening is that people need access to your personal information like your banking account. Right. All right. So you get a bogus web link and you go up there and and uh, you're told that you need to change your password or you need to update your information. Right. All right, and you put the information in the bogus website, and it says in a repository somewhere where someone can cover, someone can carry out a, a uh, cyber, a uh, cyber attack. Now, now the other type of schemes out there too is that if you are you are using online um, sites to shop, okay, and you know it sounds like a really good deal, 
And it usually happens because your profile. Right. You know, someone profiles you and learns that you like a certain pair of shoes or something like that. And so they send you an email and so you go to this website and and you think it's a deal. Right. right. And it's kind of not a not a deal. Right. It's really a uh, honeypot that you've fallen into. Yeah. You know, which is a uh, criminal honeypot. I always like to think that the type of um, crimes that are occurring are mostly targeted for personal or financial gain. Yeah. So, you know, without going into deep and talking about all the different type of uh, crimes out there, just think about all the ways that someone can steal your money. Just think about all the ways someone can gain your personal information. And usually it happens because either a ransomware attack or somebody uh, goes to a bogus website. I think that now citizens are probably over the fact of letting their laptop stay um, open. Okay. Right, in a public setting or even in their office, right? Yes, yes. Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi settings in Starbucks. You know, right. there are some other features as far as save passwords, yeah. um, you know, for password managers using right. our Google and so forth. That's, I think that's an, in, that's an, in like an enclosed environment and, um, you know, it's optional, but, you know, you still have to be careful about that. Yeah. I'm thinking two things for the new year, right? So, um, often, you know, when you're engaging with a, um, uh, some type of organization, you know, it's likely that they can say, hey, we're updating our new uh, policies and procedure for, for the new year, 2023, right? Uh-huh. And so you need to update your, you know, agree to these terms. And a lot of those are legitimate, but that's another opportunity for that, that window that a cyber hacker can, you know, access your information. And then, um, and then secondly, they're as excited about the new year as well. A new, I don't know if you saw this. This is a recent article. I thought this was, you know, fascinating in a kind of a crazy kind of sense, but talking about how um, these bad actors have grown in uh, boldness and innovation. Talk about touch screens. So um, they've actually, there's a, uh, another hack for cybersecurity experts have even seen what, what appears what on your uh, digital touchscreen laptop, what appears like a, a, a human hair follicle, which they're going to swipe or a flea or dust particle that you want to clean your screen with. Uh-huh. They actually create that um, like on a website that looks like there's a piece of hair on your screen. See what I'm saying? And you swipe to get that, that, um, that hair off your screen and it downloads malware that's pretty wild, right? Well, Talk about innovation. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is part of innovation. But you know, there's something that uh, I always like to say is that that you just have to be careful. Yeah. Okay. Especially about using different different technology. Now, maybe turn off your computer when you're uh, cleaning your screen. You know. Yeah. Start there. Well, well, there's some scams going around, like the imposter scam, right? Okay. Okay. Uh, you know, it's just, you know, it's faking to be a family member so that you can wire money. Right. All right. You know, if you are a parent and you get this little text message or let's say an email. Your college kid is in trouble. Yeah. yeah. College kid is in trouble. Call your kid right first before you start sending off money. Right. Yeah. 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 But, you know, that's that's what should occur. You know, not only that, it's another one called. You've won scams, right? Oh. <laughs> okay. You just won a million dollars. You need to Sweet. put your information in here because you went to the concert and your ticket was drawn as right. a potential winner or something like yep. that, right? 
And, um, you know, the health care scams as well, too. Okay. You know, well, you need to report to your doctor's office. You need to go to this website. You need to put this information right. in. Um, if you reply back with your social security number, then, then you know, we can update your record. Yeah. That's, that's just one. Oh, I got another one for okay. you, too. Tech support scams. Now, those are the ones that you have to watch out for. Okay. Because someone calls you and state that you have a problem with your laptop that has not been identified. Okay. And so they're calling from HP tech support. Right. And usually with tech support, they want remote access to your laptop. So to get remote access, so you're given a uh, file link. Right. That is actually emailed to you. And if you hit the file link, then it automatically creates a connection with the other person on the other end, which is the tech support person. Air, air quotes. Yes, yeah. yes. Okay. So you so you have to be careful about that one. That's got to be probably almost the worst, right? That's the holy grail because literally at that point, you might as well just handed over your computer and your credit cards and everything to them, right? Because what people have stored access to the computer, basically it's like just handing them your computer with all of your passwords. Um, okay, so we got two more items to cover. We want to um, jump to 2023. So let's talk about, um, you know, it's, again, Business 101, practice and patience pays off, right? These guys are persistent. Yes, yes or yes? They are. They <laughs> right? are. Right? They are persistent because eventually out of 10,000 yep. people, you're going to find one weakness. Yep. You're going to find one person that's going to follow to pray right. and to fall in the track. And that's all you need, right. especially if there's an organization. And let's say if your user base is about 300,000 people. Right. All right, and you have a very large footprint. Out of that 300,000, imagine if one person is tricked into giving access to a hacker to the system. See, that's all it takes. So if they're persistent enough, eventually they're going to find one person. But the way you counter that is to have that that consistent and continuous cybersecurity engagement where you are – making employees aware of their surroundings and preventing those type of cyber attacks from occurring. Likewise, the larger your IT infrastructure, right. the more problems you're going to have. Yeah. All right. And it becomes increasingly harder because there's a lot of cyber attacks that happen every day, but we don't know about them because companies don't publicize that all the time. Okay. And, and, and many, many times these breaches take, uh, can take weeks to be discovered. So meanwhile, they're gleaning all your information and talk about um, patients. A lot of times they'll access your information, but they don't uh, leverage it immediately. Right. Or it's kind of a trickle effect. Right. So they, they withdrawing small amounts just to make sure everything's legit. And then out of nowhere, poof, you know, it's, they're all in. Right. Well, well, you know what, because, you know, the longer you reside on a system, it makes it seem like that you are legitimate. Yeah. Right. So, right. so, so in the cybersecurity industry, there's something called rogue devices, right? Okay. These are deemed as assets that just pop up on the enterprise and you've never seen before. And imagine an enterprise that has about 300,000 assets, right. right? And if your threat intelligence platform or if your artificial intelligence platform and your SOC people have not identified that asset, and it sits there for three weeks. Right. Well, 
you know, a person that works into threat monitoring and pretty much in a security operations center may say, okay, well, it's been on the network for three weeks. Right. And they may assume that it's okay. Right. But yeah, because it's been a- adapted as the norm, whatever. Right? Yes, yeah. yes, yes. It it has became a part of the infrastructure right, now. Right. All right. <laughs> so it's sitting there and, oh, wow. Yes, yes, yes. So it is legit. But this is why, this is why I've always thought of that, that when someone has that human firewall concept, they're going to investigate the information. Yeah. Okay. You just don't look at an indicator. And say that it's right or wrong. Now, this right. is part of the situational awareness, and right. I, and I always talk about the cyber senses and the environmental knowledge right. and knowing your surroundings. Because if you don't know your surroundings in cybersecurity, right, you can't identify what's right or wrong. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know. Um, I don't know if this is a good analogy, but kind of like what they're talking about is kind of this this drip approach where it's small and incremental. Yes. So maybe especially in a large organization, they're taking out relatively small withdrawals or small hacks. Right. And it's not going to become a blip on the radar. Right. Because they're they're balancing so many numbers. It's almost like I don't know if this is a good analogy, but imagine you have a, a, a medium or small somewhat boat. Right. And you have a handful of people in there. And they start adding one person at a time. Doesn't seem like a big deal, but as they add more people, all of a sudden the boat's going to sink. But they don't attack it with a torpedo, right? Yeah. Because again, if if you got if your entire system was hacked, you shut everything down. You go into insurance mode and you go into recovery mode. But if it happens over weeks, months, or even years, it's too late at some point, well, right? Well, well, just going back to my theory there, when you when you look at these uh, assets and people that are on a system for about three weeks then see they become a part of the yeah. environment, which is the first stage, right? Okay. Let me build my profile right. like I'm legitimate. Yeah. And then after that, let me see if I can get a dollar. Right. And yeah. you find a thousand people and you take yeah. out a dollar. Right. Right. Then you move on and you say, okay, then I'm going to find 50,000 people and I'm going to get 10 cents out of the account. Right. Or even right. $10 from a large organization. Nobody's going to, it's more of an annoyance to like figure out where's that $10. It's yeah, a membership yeah. thing I signed up for or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. If you got a bank account with, with about $200 million, right. I mean, are, are you tracking, you know, <laughs> that 10 cents that right. came out of your account? No. Yeah. Yeah. But, but see, the idea is that the uh, presence, if you are consistently engaged and if you look legitimate right. and if you just draw smaller amounts, yep over a particular time right. and it makes it look like it's legit. Right. And then one day <laughs> you decide to get greedy, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. And you want to hit the lottery. Right. And that's when the major disruptions happen. Yeah. And when the investigation happens, it finds out that somebody was on the asset or pretty much they was on the network for three weeks. Right. And it was never identified. And, and especially if it goes on for that uh, period of a year or their uh, accounting year, in theory, uh, once it's off the books, they're not going to revisit, you know, last year's once they file those taxes and close the books on that year, that 100000 that's, 
you know, the hackers got access to, they're not going to uh, revisit that, right? Because they've kind of closed the books and move on. Oh, yeah. Right? Um, speaking of moving on, so we have one more topic before we jump into 2023 and what's happening. Again, you're listening to Rich Casanova here alongside Dwayne Hart in the Global Podcast Studios, and we're talking all things cybersecurity. Uh, for these topics and more, check out DwayneHart.com. So our last topic, Dwayne, um, about criminals and cybercrime and why they're succeeding, is criminals can operate from anywhere, right? Oh, yes. They've... They- so, so I think that most of the communities is definitely aware of the remote workforce. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, with the remote workforce, it has opened up uh, different type of attack vectors. Okay. When you think of an attack vectors, uh, you know, that just saying that the interest into a network has has changed. Not so much looking at all of the, all of the devices that you have. Okay, but just going and looking at the footprint of all the different assets that you have. Okay, because the gateway is not open, you know. So, so when you have a remote workforce, you have a dispersed group of people that are located in different regions of the U.S. and and so what happens is that you have to ensure that that their Wi-Fi and um, that their communication channel. Will channel is secure but but most organizations are using a VPN a virtual private right. network anyway is to kind of remediate that concern but but if you think about hackers they can go operate in the middle of the ocean yeah <laughs> i mean as long as they have have <laughs> a wifi access, signal yeah. or something like that they can they can be in a basement right. you know they can be in a cave you know they, they don't have to be down the street oh no or in your building no. they can virtually be anywhere at any time and um, uh, and they've been operating mostly in that in that space for for many many years. It's relatively new to most of the workforce, but now uh, I think it should be more in your radar. If you can work from anywhere for your job for your business, they can do the same, right? Right, yeah. right. I, I've always brought into discussion in the cybersecurity mindset when I talked about the hackers hat is that uh, hackers operate in sales. A cell is a secret location, and they share information. Right, right? they can be in a basement. They can be, <laughs> you know, I hate to say this. They can be, they can be under Walmart somewhere. You yeah. know, I don't know if that's true or not. I'm right. just bringing up uh, a uh, discussion. They can be in an old building somewhere, and and carry or, a cyber attack. Right. They can be in a foreign country where you're not going to be able to track them. You know, they keep changing their IP addresses and so forth. So, um, so great, great topics along this line. I think, um, uh, uh, I think this will kind of summarize much of what we talk about is you should almost have this bumper sticker on or on your laptop, probably a post-it note, if not some type of permanent on your post-it note. Think before you click. Yeah. Right. That's, that would, that would kind of like, that would prevent probably upwards of 90% of uh, your challenges and um, the headaches you might have as a See, result of a hacker. Well, what I think that I think the I think when people become more so accustomed to thinking, it, it becomes first nature. Okay? Yeah. All right. It's 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 something that is part of you every day. It's just like people get up and eat every day, right? Right. Well, hopefully. Yeah. Well, to think before you click would be, you know. At first, nature to you. Yeah. All right. So you automatically know not to click on that. Yeah. See, see, it's like a growing process. 
you know, and 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 just thinking about how their mindset operates. Because I will say that that if a reader engages into the cybersecurity mindset, it becomes part of you. Yep. As you start off by talking about the cybersecurity culture and then moving on to situation awareness and looking at risk based thinking and then then it talks about transforming your mindset. And then the last piece is you put cybersecurity in action and what you need to do. All of this becomes part of a person. And then they can think proactively about how they engage cybersecurity because I've had people that have inboxed me on LinkedIn and said, you know, you've you made it very simple to understand how cybersecurity operates. Yeah. I mean, but if you're <clears throat> unaware, as we all are at some point in our life as a kid you're unaware how to tie your shoe right right but once you learn that you don't think uh you just do it right you don't think about what uh string goes over the right hand the left hand and how you're tying the knot right uh driving a car i mean uh it's kind of crazy we've all been in that situation where you drive home and your mind is thinking elsewhere and you just you're on autopilot and you just get home get to your destination right so you should have that mind repetition putting in the reps as they say right for um and uh what's great about this new year in 2023 this is a great point um to kind of revisit reevaluate um uh what may have happened in your business where hackers or there was a cyber uh, issue, but more importantly to kind of, you know, check in with Dwayne Hart, go to the website, um, check out the podcast, get a copy of the book, whatever you need to do um, to do some research and prepare for 2023. Right. So this is a good one. Whenever in business or in personal life, we all those new new year's resolutions. One of your new year's resolutions should be what? To engage into cybersecurity. I call it active involvement and operating cybersecurity from the front line. Just yeah. like before someone comes through your front door, you go check them out. Right. Well, guess what? Before you open that door or pretty much before you even engage your laptop, yeah. then cybersecurity should be in the front piece of your brain yeah, cell. A time to refresh things and probably a good time maybe uh, much like they say like uh, daylight savings time to change the battery in your smoke alarm. Um, the new year at the very least time to change all your passwords, right? Yeah, you know, kind yeah, of reboot. Yeah. Uh, so speaking of the new year, uh, kind of in rapid fire here, just a quick recap of um, some of the things we talked about last episode, but it's coming up in 2023. So for your podcast, the uh, Chief of Cybersecurity podcast, you're going into season three. Yes. Right. So, um, and we're going to, we're going to close with a teaser about what's happening for uh, 2023 <laughs> book sales were, um, uh, are rocking and rolling and you can get a copy again at DwayneHart.com. Um, in, I'm going to put you to 10 seconds. I'm going to start the timer right now. Um, talk to me in 10 seconds about the book. Go. The book itself has been doing outstanding. If you want to learn how to think correctly about trying to engage cybersecurity, go out and purchase the cybersecurity mindset. Great. And then uh, conferences. You attended a number of conferences. I'm sure you're going to be attending some of those again this year. Um, live stream. Any, um, that was a big hit and very interesting launching in 2022. So you're going to be doing more of the live streams uh, for this year as well. Oh, yes. I want to bring influential people on the live stream because this year on the live streams is about the community. It's about you. What okay. is it that you are doing in the world of cybersecurity that is so critical and that everyone wants to hear. Yeah. Because I know you have a story to tell. Maybe you 
maybe you can share some knowledge on workforce development and help others uh, channel their career through the cybersecurity market. And maybe you're on LinkedIn and maybe you have 100,000 connections on LinkedIn and you have a lot of information to share for the community. So I would enjoy for you to come on my podcast session so I can engage with you and to take cybersecurity to the next level because there are some smart people out there in the world and um, I want to see who they are. Yeah, that's what's great about the live stream. You get to actually interact in real time one on one with some of your um uh your audience and um you know, new members of the community, so to speak. But what's interesting for the podcast as well as live stream, um, is you're gonna be incorporating in twenty in this year, twenty twenty three, some industry experts uh, as guests. Oh, yes. Uh so doing some one on one interviewing and uh, gleaning some of their information. Uh talk to us about also um you you just created a you're creating a sizzler reel. Um, in front of a TV camera, set, the whole <laughs> experience. Talk to us in uh, just a minute or less about that. Here's a little secret from the okay. audience. When it comes to podcasting and live streaming, I'm a very nervous person. Now, it may not sound that I'm nervous, but trust me, when I walk in this studio yeah. and, and it's lights, camera, action, right. I'm not nervous anymore. <laughs> yeah. So I figured it out when I was doing my reel. Okay. And, you know, the reel is designed to focus more towards speaking. Yeah. Because for this year, I want to get involved with more speaking engagements and to take the cybersecurity mindset concept onto the speaking stage. Right, right. All right. Because there are a great number of people that like to hear a great story. Yep. And, you know, ever since I have been a a youngster in this world, you know, my family tells me that I talk too much. Right. So I decided to say, okay. If I like to talk too much, then why why don't I go to a stage somewhere? Okay, <laughs> exactly. <Put laughs> we talk about cyber, you know. Yeah, and and that's what's exciting for this new year is that uh, this has all been building towards that, right? The right. book, the podcast, the uh, conferences, uh, the live stream. But what's exciting for this year is um, uh, taking the Sizzler rule, which we we're excited to help participate in creating that for you, and now. Um, looking for speaking engagements and gigs. So if you have an organization that would like to have Dwayne Hart speak at your event, this is your call to action. This is your invite to reach out to Dwayne at DwayneHart.com. Just contact him there, um, whether it's a organization, a nonprofit, whether it's uh, a church, a government agency, military agency, um, a company, right? Um, Even some um, social organizations, communities, uh, banks, for example, but also, um, you know, any faith-based organization, if you or your organization um, are concerned about cybersecurity or misinformed or want to learn more, this is an opportunity to engage with Dwayne and uh, invite him out to speak at your event. Um, Maybe it's your your family's 4th of July picnic, (laughs) (laughs) whatever it is, right? So so I'm going to wrap things up, Dwayne, and uh, closing thoughts or um, comments you may have for the new year. Always, oh yes. The any of the speaking topics I have, you can go to www.dewaynehart.com and there's a link called speaking, and uh, there's the information on the topics that I'll be discussing. And I'm going to bring up one I think that you will like the most. Rich. Okay, all right, here it, we go. It's called "You Heard It Once, Now Hear It Again." Stop feeding the hackers' appetite. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> on, to, on to those. I am also doing some workshops and some seminars um, pretty much on vulnerability management and the 
in the cybersecurity um, leadership right. and also focusing on the career development career development pipeline as right. well too. So so there's a lot of speaking engagements that actually can occur. So you go to my webpage, book me, and you can hear me talk on stage. And he has very affordable speaking uh, fees. They're way less than a million dollars. So um, yeah, so reach <laughs> reach out, right? <laughs> All right, Dwayne. So uh, look forward to having you back in the studio. And um, Happy New Year to you, your family, uh, all the people in your life. And uh, we'll see you next time on the show. Thank you.